Hello everyone, welcome back to the Knowledge Group podcast. We're taking a look at what our speakers are covering at upcoming events. Today we're turning our attention to Wednesday, January the 30th, an executive compensation in the 2019 landscape, what you need to know. The webcast will be live from 12pm to 2pm on January 30th. We're going to be hearing from Stephen O'Brien, President of Shareholder Value Advisors Incorporated, Edward Holder, Senior Advisor from Equity LLP, Matthew Vunk, Principal, Compensation Advisory Partners, and Rod Rosenthal, Lead Consultant at Meridian Compensation Partners, LLC. All the information about our panel and this event will be found in the description box down below, along with the code PODCAST25. PODCAST25 gets you 25% off your first webcast registration with us. Let's turn things over to our panel now. Hi, I'm uh, Steve O'Byrne of Shareholder Value Advisors. In my presentation, um, I'd like to make uh, three major points. The first is that CEO pay alignment with performance across S&P 1500 companies is bad. Relative TSR explains only 10% of the variation in relative CEO pay. But this bad picture hides a group of companies, about 20% of the total, that do a good job of aligning pay and performance and controlling cost. Across this group, Relative TSR explains 76% of the variation in relative CEO pay. And once we take these good companies out, the other 80% looks really bad. Relative TSR only explains 5% of the variation in relative CEO pay. Now, why is alignment so low at so many companies? The second big point I'd like to make is that alignment is very low for most companies because they enthusiastically endorse four policies that lead to low alignment. One is competitive pay policy, that is providing 50th percentile target pay regardless of past performance. A second is using the bonus plan to weight the drivers of shareholder value. These weights are rarely consistent with discounted cash flow value. A third is using performance share vesting to leverage operating or market performance. This often leads to high pay for industry performance because it fails to take out the industry component of the stock return. The fourth is fixed payout dates with no holdback to ensure alignment of cumulative pay and performance. The final key point I'll make is that the key to improving executive pay is better measurement of individual company pay uh, dimensions. A trend line relating relative pay to relative performance using historical or simulation data measures incentive strength alignment and the pay premium at industry average performance. And this trend line leads to great insight because we can ask what's a pay plan that would provide a perfect correlation of relative pay and performance. And um, I'll present three perfect pay plans, plans that provide perfect alignment with a zero pay premium at industry average performance and explain how they differ from conventional pay design. I look forward to uh, talking with you in more detail on Wednesday. Thank you. Hi, this is Ed Howder of Exequity. The topics I'm going to cover during the webcast are focused mainly on items that may impact your proxy disclosure, especially for your 2019 proxy. Things are going to include um, non-employee director compensation, you know, looking at how proxy advisors like ISS and Glass-Lewis are now going to take a look at non-employee director compensation and recent litigation that may influence how companies go about setting limits for that compensation. Um, also, I'll share a couple pointers on what companies may want to think about because there's a potential trap for the unwary uh, when it comes to the ISS policy that's going to get applied in 2020. 
Then we're going to turn to say on pay and take a look at what the vote levels have been. You know, if you look at these at all, there's been a, uh, a decrease in the number of uh, total number of sh uh, proposals that actually have passed uh, in this past year. It, it, if you compare it directly to the prior year, however, that's not to say that's out of line. Looking a little bit farther back, uh, that that is actually to be expected. And why that is is one of the things we'll be examining during the webcast. Um, when it comes to equity plan proposals, we'll take a look at the changes that were made in ISS's equity plan scorecard for 2019, including, and actually most importantly for most companies, their introduction of a new override factor uh, for basically Russell 3000 companies. Um, there's now they will look at uh, whether or not the company has excessive dilution. If it does, regardless of how you fare, they're going to recommend against the plan. So that's one thing to be aware of. And if you're not ready for it, it could trip you up. Um, we'll also take a brief look at front-loaded equity awards, what ISS and Glass-Lewis have recently said about those, and finally, look at you know cDNA disclosure. I use that sort of <laughs> hypothetically for smaller reporting companies. Uh, last year, uh, the SEC lowered the threshold, and more companies are expected to take advantage of those rules. And we'll look to see what ISS and Glass-Lewis have said about that practice uh, in the uh, upcoming proxy season. So uh, I look forward to talking to you all about this uh, during the webcast. Hello, everyone. This is Ron Rosenthal, lead consultant with Meridian Compensation Partners. In my section of the presentation, I'll cover some current issues in executive pay to be aware of. The first is the recent market volatility uh, has impacted company stock prices. This will impact outstanding equity awards and also impact calendar year company's performance under proxy advisors' uh, valuations of pay for performance for 2018. Companies really should understand the impact of the market volatility both on their outstanding equity awards and projected outcomes under the proxy advisor's pay-for-performance evaluations for the upcoming 2019 proxy season. I'll also cover a trend we're observing in executive long-term incentive plan design. That is, the role of total shareholder return in long-term incentive awards is beginning to shift. I'll also cover a regulatory development on December 18, 2018, the SEC adopted final rules requiring companies to disclose hedging policies in the annual proxy statement. This requirement will take effect for many companies in 2020, so 2019 is the year of planning. And in view of this change, we'll talk about the steps companies should be taking to plan for this new disclosure requirement. Finally, we'll, I'll talk about uh, uh, a review uh, that companies may want to consider undertaking uh, it's a periodic, periodic review of the design of their short and long-term incentive programs to make sure they continue to support the business strategy, achieve appropriate alignment of pay for performance, and result in sensible pay outcomes. This is a review that companies may want to consider taking on a preventative basis, even if there's no external event prompting such a review. I look forward to our discussion next Wednesday. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget information about our panel and about this event will be found in the description box, along with the code PODCAST25. When used at checkout, PODCAST25 gets you 25% off that first webcast registration. We look forward to seeing you at future Knowledge Group events. Till next time, take care. Bye now.